Thank you for tuning in to another transmission from the RBFTT podcast, Rangers Battlefield for the Truth. This is episode 65, the first episode of 2023, which is being recorded on January 5th, 2023 at 11.15. During this episode, I will be discussing on how the people who wanted the unvaccinated to be sent to concentration camps and begged for their COVID vaccine are now either dead or in still full-blown denial over the adverse reactions that are being that are happening and they want you to shut the fuck up about it now before we get into the meat and potatoes of this episode i'm going to play a few sound clips um, first of all, if I sound uh, a little sick, it's because I am. Uh, I got sick for like a full week. Right before Christmas, uh, I think it was the, the flu. Um, everybody was telling me, hey, you should, you might have COVID. You should go get COVID, uh, COVID tested. Have we learned nothing? Have we learned nothing? These COVID tests don't work. They've been proven to be ineffective, to have false positives and false negatives. Not to mention they're all made in China. But even if I did take a COVID test, okay, I got COVID. Now what? Just so that I could say I have COVID? I mean, I'm going to treat it the same way as if I had the flu or if I had the common cold. Same way I've always done it. I haven't taken a single COVID test at all. And I, I never will. But I was sick for about a week before Christmas and um, got kind of better over the weekend. And then, uh, I don't know, I just had this, this nasty cough. Just a little bit of congestion. But that's what it is. If I sound a little bit off, I'm a little bit congested. So bear with me on that. Now, the sound clips that I'm going to have you listen to, one is of Dr. Uh, McCullough on vaccines uh, that need to be taken off the market, uh, promoters of the vaccines needing to be criminally charged, and his take on the Buffalo Bills player situation and how that shouldn't be uh, about privacy, how everyone wants that to be, hey, give him his privacy, all that other bullshit. 
well, this should be one of those scenarios, and he, he kind of explains why. Uh, also, the last clip you'll hear, there's three separate clips, two of Dr. McCullough, and the last one is of Brett Weinstein on how the vaccines have not saved millions of lives. He talks about that in his recent um, interview with uh, on the Joe Rogan podcast. Uh, he's an evolutionary biologist, uh, but he's a podcaster and an author. So we'll listen to that, and then we'll get into the episode. The vaccines are sufficiently safe nor effective to remain on the market. They should be pulled off the market. This follows a call by the World Council for Health in June 11th of 2022 to pull all the vaccines off the market. We need criminal investigations in every state where the vaccines were advanced, and this includes every state in the United States. What we know now, just on the heart damage, Alex, 742 papers in the peer-reviewed literature on this. It's overwhelming that the vaccines cause heart damage, and it's fatal by autopsy. So these young individuals who are dying several months after the vaccine, when they're during sports or during sleep, it is the vaccine until proven otherwise. That's supported by a recent autopsy paper by Schwab and colleagues from Heidelberg, Germany, found 71% of people dying, found dead at home within 20 days of the vaccine. It's due to the vaccine in the majority of cases. So where are the criminal charges going to uh, first come? I think the easy ones to go after are illegal advertising. The vaccines have been advertised by the CDC, NIH, FDA, DHS, and the vaccine companies as safe and effective. Americans know they can't do that. The vaccines have to be presented with risks and benefits, including fatal myocarditis, blood clots, and neurologic damage. We haven't seen that on TV. That violates the Lemon Act, the Truth and Advertising Act, the U.S. Drug and Cosmetic Act. That is an easy conviction for wrongful advertising of all those entities. That means government entities being called for malfeasance or wrongdoing. And then beyond that, the big charges are fraud. America has been defrauded in so many aspects of pandemic response. Lives have been lost. And I think the big ticket item will be mass negligent homicide. Tying together wrongful advertising, defrauding the the country, and then leading to deaths uh, due to lack of early treatment and then vaccine-induced deaths. Amy, you know, I wanted to mention that in today's Substack, the Courageous Discourse Substack, I explore this issue of the obligation for public disclosure. And the reason why this is important is this is not a private health event that happened uh, in a private citizen uh, where there is, uh, in a sense, an entitlement to what's called protected health information. This is very different. This is a player who is employed by a team. And the team and the league mandated the vaccine very publicly. So we have a situation where we have a public figure. The public employer mandates the vaccine in a very public manner. There is a disclosure that 95% of the uh, players have taken the vaccine. And the FDA says the vaccine causes myocarditis. And the published peer-reviewed literature says that it can be fatal in autopsy-proven studies. Verma, Choi... (coughs) Uh, Gill, a large series by Patone, and now recently Schwab. All of these authors have concluded that vaccine-induced myocarditis can be and is fatal. These so-called vaccines were terrifically successful at controlling COVID. Really? How could you even, how could you even get there, right? It just doesn't make any sense. Um, So there's that, the narrative that it saved millions of lives. And you you keep hearing that narrative repeated over and over and over again. I don't know 
how they do you think the vaccines have saved lives um we actually know more about this than you would think first of all i should point out that this number which everyone including anthony fauci has been repeating uh in the most recent version of it was three million american lives have been saved by right. vaccines is utter nonsense um it is based on a model so that should initially that should cause you uh, a good deal of alarm in and of itself it's very easy to create a model that will tell you anything you want to hear and in this case they've got a model and they fed it garbage including um they fed it <clears throat> completely unrealistic numbers with respect to how many people uh would have died if we had done nothing right so for example they gave it a number of daily deaths that's higher than any day that we ever saw with respect to COVID. they didn't calculate uh any rate of death from vaccine adverse events and they projected basically what they did is they took a model and they fed it an absurd estimate of how good the vaccines were and then they asked the model how many people were saved and it's nonsense now, what we know from the work of Christine Stable Ben, who is another member of uh, Governor DeSantis's committee on, on COVID response, her work says that the mRNA vaccinations have cost more lives than they have saved. And for the DNA vaccines, it is slightly the reverse. There is a slight Now, if you um, uh, search Peter A. McCullough, he's an American cardiologist. Last name McCullough is a M, lowercase c, uppercase c, U L L O U G H. Peter A. McCullough. He's been on the Joe Rogan podcast. He was banned off of Twitter for COVID misinformation. Uh, which means he's right. Now he got reinstated on Twitter. He's got, ma again, mass following, and he's doing, you know, incredible work. Posting a lot of videos on Twitter, so he's back at it, baby. But if you look up on Wikipedia, if you just type in Peter A. McCullough, the amount of bullshit, the propaganda that they're putting on him. Let me just read it. Peter Andrew McCullough is an American cardiologist. He was vice chief of internal medicine at Baylor University Medical Center and a professor at Texas A&M University. During the COVID-19 pandemic, McCullough has promoted misinformation about COVID-19 treatments and mRNA vaccines. And that's on uh, Wikipedia. Like, they didn't need to put that. First of all, it's wrong, obviously. There hasn't been a single piece of misinformation that he's put out about COVID-19. Not a single piece. In fact, he's welcomed everything that he's put, that he's put out about COVID. It's treatments and, and the vaccines. He's welcomed debate. He's welcomed anybody else to counter what he's put out. No one has done that because they can't. 
you can't counter the facts. I mean, well, you can. The only thing you can counter the truth and the facts with is misinformation, disinformation, and, and lies and propaganda. And that's what the government is doing with working and colluding with social media companies. They're putting this on Wikipedia. Like, this doesn't need to be up there. But they put it up there. So then ignorant and stupid people will look at that and go, oh, McCullough can't be trusted because he's promoted. Because the government and social media and Wikipedia, they're telling me that he's promoted misinformation. So anything he says isn't to be trusted. Just complete mind control. Now, over the past three years, we've seen a lot of so-called conspiracies come true. Or so-called conspiracy theories, theories come true. One of these is that the vaccines are basically creating new variants. They're making you sick. That was labeled misinformation. But now, as of in this new year, this article came out on January 1st, 2023. This is from the Wall Street Journal opinion piece. Are vaccines fueling new COVID variants? Public health experts are sounding the alarm about a new Omicron variant dubbed XBB that is rapidly spreading across the Northeast U.S. Some studies suggest it is as different from the original COVID strain from Wuhan as the 2003 SARS virus. Should Americans be worried? It isn't clear that XBB is any more lethal than any any other variants, but its mutations enabled it to evade antibodies from prior infection and vaccines, as well as existing uh, monoclonal antibody treatments. Growing evidence also just suggests that repeated vaccinations may make people more susceptible to XBB and could be fueling the virus's rapid evolution. I'll read that again, the last part. Growing evidence also suggests that repeated vaccinations may make people more susceptible to the XBB variant and could be fueling the virus's rapid evolution. Again, it's whether it's myself, other podcasters, whatever it is, Get this information out there because there's only so much that they can propagandize and, you know, twist around as misinformation, disinformation, and there's only so much they can do. But eventually, the actual facts, the actual truth will come out. And when it comes out, 
you know, that's where you see the suppression. That's where you see the censorship. That's where you see little articles like that where, you know, it isn't mainstream news, but you can't really ignore it, so you just put it out there. You know? Um, Much like this. Possibly the most important study on COVID shots might explain why COVID never seems to end. This is an article from December December 29th, 2022. Tolerance is a good thing in most aspects of life, but when it comes to the immune system, artificially juicing up the body to create antibodies with long-term tolerance to a pathogen is a recipe for disaster. Amid thousands of papers on, on COVID and the vaccines, a new German paper published in Science Immunology should be the headline story this week. Although the subject matter is very dense, the implication of it is that the Pfizer shots and possibly other mRNA spike protein shots cause the immune system to misfire, thereby creating an endless feedback loop of viral immune escape, perpetrating the pandemic in the, in the uh, micro and creating immune suppression for the individuals who receive them. The vexing question of 2022 and going into 2023 is why is the virus even still with us to this day? Why is it that so many countries in the Pacific Rim that did so well in 2020 and 2021 now have a bigger problem in 2022 with less violent strains of COVID? Why does it appear the pandemic will never end and so many people continue to get the virus multiple times? None of this is normal. Wherever you turn, the most vaccinated countries are not only experiencing rampant side effects from the shots, but worse outcomes from COVID itself, following their endless booster campaigns. Now, (coughs) sorry, I apologize. Let me get a quick drink. Now, this is an article, if you remember... This is this is this is hard data right here. This is actual facts. This isn't misinformation or anything like that. This is from uh, the Epoch Times. Infection fatality rate of COVID nineteen was zero point zero 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 three percent at ages 0 to 19 years. That's according to a study that looked into the age stratified infection fatality rate, the IFR, of COVID-19 among the non-elderly population that has found that the rate was extremely low among young people. As it usually always is. I mean, this is something that we even knew, you know, the beginning of the lockdowns, really, in 2020. We knew that young people had weren't really getting affected by this. It was really just a little bit of bad, more bad uh, strain of the flu. But, you know, again, and they still will. They'll push out that this was, uh, you know, a pandemic that uh, 
you know, had uh, that could possibly have, if we didn't have the vaccines in time, that it would have ended mankind. But if you step away from the propaganda, if you pull your head out of your fucking ass and you actually look at the facts, you'll see that from zero to 19 years of age, the median IFR, which is the infection fatality rate for COVID-19, was 0.0003%. at 20 to 29 years of age. 0.011% at 30 to 39 years of age. 0.035% at 40 to 49 years of age. And 0.123% at 50 to 59 years of age. And 0.5% at age 60 to 69 years of age. The fatality rate only goes above a percent. A percent plus when you get over the age of 70. That's the same as the flu, folks. This study was conducted across 29 countries. At a global level, pre-vaccination IFR may have been as low as 0.3% and 0.7% for 0 to 59 and 0 to 69-year-old people, respectively. This is from Epoch Health. Boosted. Worse off than vaccinated in many states. Data shows. People in the United States who have received COVID-19 boosters in many states are more likely than those who have gotten just a primary series to get infected, receive hospital care, and die, according to an Epic Times investigation. Cases, hospitalizations, and deaths among the boosters have been increasing since the booster shots were first introduced in 2021. The boosters were promoted as as bolstering protection against adverse outcomes, but compared to the vaccinated who have not received any boosters, boosted people are tested positive, being hospitalized, and dying at high levels in many states, according to the review, which went over data in the first two quarters of 2022. In California, for instance, the booster population made up 72% of the COVID-19 cases among vaccinated people in June. In Vermont that month, the booster population made up 90% of the COVID-19 deaths among the vaccinated. In Wisconsin, booster people made up 43% of the cases, 43% of the hospitalizations, and 46% of the deaths in June, well above the boosted population, which was 35% of the state as of late August. Now, there's a couple, how do I put this? One of the things, obviously we saw as I just read, the vaccinated and the boosted making up 
and I've said in, in past episodes as well, the vaccinated and boosted are making up the majority, if not all of it, of COVID cases, COVID deaths, hospitalizations, compared to the unvaccinated. Another thing that we saw rise at an extreme rate the, uh, this past year, 2022, was the rise of SADS, Sudden Adult Death Syndrome, or as many people would know it as, died suddenly, or sudden death, uh, or sudden cardiac arrest, whatever you want to call it. There's, on my Instagram, there's a, a recent post that I did. Uh, I think it was the, what was it, January 1st? Or was it like the day before? Was it New Year's Eve? Whatever it was. Um, where I think I did that a couple of days ago, actually. Of just a new batch. A new batch of young adults who've died suddenly. And it just seems like every week, every two weeks, because sometimes you know, even if they died, like it takes a few days or maybe a week for the story to come out. Um, but there's just a new, f- new, fresh stories of young people dying from cardiac arrest. Journalist and Irish Times contributor Brian Hutton dies suddenly. He was 46 years old. Where is mommy? Shock after a young Kiwi mom dies on family trip. She was 30 years old. Mom of two with no known health issues dies suddenly from a, quote, one in a million case of influenza. She was 36. Yeah. Um, was it influenza? i tell you that right now. Heartbreak at sudden passing of young Lurgan man on New Year's Day. The girlfriend of a young uh, Lurgan man who died suddenly on New Year's Day says she is heartbroken. Just collapsed and died. Schoolgirl, 16, found dead in bed uh, after sudden cardiac arrest while she slept. And you go on. I mean, there's just... Hundreds. There's hundreds. Whether it's died suddenly, sudden death, cardiac arrest, unknown, like whatever it is, you go page after page on Google, and you can and you can look this up every week. New deaths. Uh, died suddenly. More than one in four. This is, a, this is another article. More than one in four think someone they know died from COVID-19 vaccines. This is an article for January 2nd, 2023. Nearly half of Americans think that COVID-19 vaccines may be to blame for many unexplained deaths and more than a quarter say someone they know could be among the victims. The latest uh, Rasterman Reports National Telephone and Online Survey finds that 49% of American adults believes it is likely that side effects of COVID-19 vaccines 
have caused a significant number of unexplained deaths, including 28% who think it's very likely, 37% who don't say a significant number of deaths have been caused by the vaccine uh, side effects, including 17% who believe it's not at all likely, and another 14% are not sure. Uh, the 37% of the people who don't say a significant number of deaths have been caused by vaccine uh, effects. Um, those are those are vaccinated people who haven't done any research at all. Who have been completely ignorant, who are completely ignorant on that particular subject. The 17% who believe it's not likely at all. Um, yeah, those are the hardcore boosted people. Um, you know, they themselves could drop dead, and you know, if revive if revive back into life, they would take another booster. But again, you're seeing people are starting to kind of get the point. People are starting to to kind of see. That something's wrong. They're starting to wake up and say, hey, something's not right. And some people don't even get that chance. Such as um, former offensive lineman. I can't why I can't even pronounce his name. Uh, Uchi Nawaner. Um uh, He's a former Jaguars, Jacksonville Jaguars offensive lineman. He's dead at 38. And that's as of January 2nd, 2023. Dead. Sudden death. Never woke up. And this is the same person who back on September 1st, uh, 2021, said, tweeted, Okay, so let's get these vaccine mandates and vaccine passports up and running ASAP. We've seen children die daily from the unvaccinated selfishness. Pregnant women at risk too. Protect life. Mandate the vaccine. Jail anyone who refuses to protect life. Yeah, well, buddy boy. Not uh, pregnant women are at risk, that's for sure, but uh, it's vaccinated women who are who are at risk for infertility, stillbirths. Children are not dying daily from the unva- from um, COVID. Um, you know, the only life that you should be you should have been concerned about protecting was your own, but it's a little too late because you're fucking dead. From the vaccine. You just never woke up, buddy. So that uh, tweet really aged well, didn't it? Piece of shit. See, that those types of people right there, there's people who are vaccinated who are truly just... They got tricked. They got played. They were, they were coerced into taking it. Those people I kind of feel bad for. Kind of. Because you still made the ultimate choice in getting the vaccine. But then there's people who, honestly, when I see die, I'm just like, cool. That's one less piece of shit off of this planet. 
one ignorant piece of shit is no longer on this fucking planet. And that's people like Uche, the Jaguars offensive lineman who's Dana 38, who wants to tweet, as millions of other Americans did also, that we should jail the unvaccinated and mandate the vaccine. So, farewell, good friends, you piece of shit. Now, this brings me to what happened this past Monday night with the Buffalo Bills uh, at Cincinnati Bengals Monday night game. I wasn't watching the game. Actually, I I was at work, and I just got done watching some kind of um, video uh, on YouTube, and I was like, you know, let me check the score of the Bengals-Cincinnati game, and it said it was delayed. So I went in and checked it out, and they, you know, of course, were just showing replays. And they were like, yeah, man, you know, he collapsed the field from this, from the hit. No. He didn't collapse the field from the hit, folks. He collapsed the field from his myocarditis. Now, the hit may have jolted it. It's like having, you know, it's like being... It's like you already have heart issues, right? Or health issues. And then you get really, really sick. And then you die. Well, you didn't get, you didn't die from like, not per se the COVID or the flu. No, you, you died because, you know, of your previous health issues. Because you weren't taking care of yourself. And, you getting sick just kind of jump-started whatever it was that you already had. Like, it it didn't make things better. That's what kind of like what this was. He had myocarditis from the, from the vaccine. Now, I will say this. We don't know if he's vaccinated or not. But... The fact that Damar Hamlin, because the thing is, everyone's calling for privacy. Oh, this is no, like, why should he come out and and tell everyone if he's vaccinated or not? Like, this isn't the right time for that. It's, he needs privacy at this time. Really? Where was, where was all the other NFL players where was the privacy for the unvaccinated? We wanted fucking privacy. We said, take your dumbass shot. We don't want it. Leave us the fuck alone. And you didn't. You said that it wasn't private. You're, that, that, that type of health information for the greater good was not to remain private. Everyone needed to know if you were unvaccinated. Just like Aaron Rodgers. I'm pretty sure that Aaron Rodgers would love to have his unvaccinated status private. 
So with DeMar Hamlin, no, you don't get fucking privacy, dude. Because you didn't give me privacy. You didn't give me that fucking respect. So yeah, it is the right time. Because you have athletes all over the fucking world dying from this vaccine. And you know what? If he, I guarantee you he is vaccinated. He is vaccinated because the Buffalo Bills were took extreme pride on the fact that they said that 99% of their players were fucking vaccinated. They were the most vaccinated team. I think them and the Saints were the most vaccinated fucking team in the NFL. And I guarantee you, if he was unvaccinated, you would have fucking known about it. And the fact that they're not coming out and saying, listen, like they could easily shut this down. You want to shut down the conspiracy theory that he died of myocarditis? Cool. Come out and say he was unvaccinated. But they're not going to fucking do that all day. Because they don't want, because if he was unvaccinated, they're not going to fucking come out and say, oh yeah, he was unvaccinated. No. The guy was vaccinated and they're not going to come out and say, yeah, he's vaccinated. Because that's just going to fuel a lot more shit, a lot more questions. But he, 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 it looked like a normal tackle. He didn't even get hit in the chest. He got hit more of a, in the shoulder. But those kind of hits happen all the time. All the fucking time. Way worse fucking hits happen than that. No, this was, he already had microditis. He already had heart issues from the vaccine. And that hit kind of just jolted it. You know, you're seeing a lot of tweets saying, you know, hey, 24-year-old athletes, elite athletes in the NFL don't just have cardiac arrest in the middle of a primetime game. This is squarely on the back of every single person who pushed that poison, required it, and shamed people who didn't get it. That's from Louis uh, Louis, uh, Uridel. I think that's how you pronounce his name. But, yeah, he's, he's, he's right on point on that one. But a lot of people are saying it's comotocardius, which is it's often a lethal disruption of heart rhythm that occurs as a result of a blow to the area directly over the heart at a critical time of the cycle of the heartbeat. Um, you want to talk about rare? That that doesn't even happen to one person a year. That happens to like one person like every like. 10 years. That's how fucking rare it is. You have a better chance at you know, getting struck by lightning on a sunny day at, at a beach than you do at getting the, the uh, Camotio Cardinals. Now, over the course of the last couple of days, though, I saw many tweets, many replies, many posts, many articles, text messages from my friend who were vaccinated. One of them, as I've told you before, I'm not going to name his name, 
but out of respect for his privacy, he had a myocarditis from the vaccine. Then my other friend has, um, he took the vaccine. He's, he had some neurological issues for, you know, more than I think six months plus, but he texted me Well, it was a group chat, you know, Hey guys, did you see this shit? Dude's heart just stopped. He's probably gone. And then. You know, he sent a link to the group chat of the Commodio Cardius, which was being pushed by immediately, like minutes after this dude collapsed, it was immediate. Commodio Cardius, Commodio Cardius, Commodio Cardius. And it was just, that's all you saw. Like, it's not the vaccine, it's not the vaccine, it's not the vaccine, it's Cardius. It's, it's, it's Commodio, Commodio. That's all you fucking heard. Because they were trying to backtrack into don't question that we mandated this fucking vaccine for all of our players and staff that we've already had dead players and dead coaching staff like the Vikings uh, assistant coach or whatever last year, you know, just died in his fucking sleep. Don't question that. Oh, this is what I think happened. And he mind you, he's a nurse, a vaccinated one. Um, but he texted also something that, something that I've been seeing from a lot of journalists, um, you know, reporters, analysts, whatever the fuck you want to call them, uh, in the sports world, quote, I've never seen anything like this in all my years. That's what he texted. That's what I've also heard from a lot of other vaccinated people and from the media. Never seen anything like this in all my years. They're going to cancel this game, especially if DeMar Hamlin is dead. Uh, life is fragile. Remember to enjoy each day we have here. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, my other friend said, saw it. So confused. Uh, heart. Must have had issues prior. The other, the other one said maybe, but they'd screened for that. Uh, yeah, they don't screen for myocarditis. Especially since everyone's been getting it the last year and a half. But I read that text out because we had a conversation actually the next day. Because I, I never responded to that group text. And he called the next day. He's like, man, it's crazy, huh? What happened on Monday night? And I tried to sidestep it because I, I knew. You know, sometimes you just know who you're talking to. And it's almost like, like what I've said before, it's just it's almost pointless to talk to some people about this. I mean, He's a nurse, so he's always going to have that I know more than you medically title. Um, And then he's also vaccinated. So he's automatically going to be on the side of vaccines because he took it. 
But there was a difference, though, in our conversation. Because in past conversations, even when my other friend had his myocarditis and almost died, um, and he's still having issues, you know, he confidently said, no, it was it was from him having COVID multiple times. It's it's this, it's that, it's it's him drinking too much pre-workout. Whatever it was. Even told me, hey, you need to lay off the rock stars because you could get myocarditis as well. Because that's the thing, right? People get myocarditis all of a sudden from rock stars. But when we talked the other day, and it was a Tuesday. His tone was different. And I opened up and I said, you know what, man? I gave my 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 side of it. I said, I think this is this is from the vaccines. Um, you know, he I think he had myocarditis. I gave him the whole spiel. And for the first time, he he paused. And he's like, yeah, you know, I, I, it could be. And you know what? For the first time, I heard concern. Like, genuine concern. And I think that being as that it happened on a primetime game in an American sport, not just soccer, you know, something overseas or some some stupid, you know, a high school football game, whatever it is. People saw that shit on national TV. And they know that's not normal. That just doesn't happen. What's the difference? And people are starting to kind of wait, kind of question, hey, why aren't we at least asking or investigated whether or not this could be for the vaccine. And, you know, you heard the concern. Because, as I said before, you can suppress it. You can ban it. You can you can use propaganda to push it down. You, 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 can, you can throw out your own misinformation and disinformation to the public. To get you to believe your side, but eventually the truth and the facts are going to rear its its often ugly head and show itself. And there's nothing you can do to really hide it at that point. And that's what's happening here. Uh, to the point where now you have, you know, people like Shannon Sharp. You know, him on the, uh, uh, their show's called uh, Undisputed on Fox Sports. You know, he, he does it with Skip Bayless. Um, he wasn't there on, I think, on Tuesday morning. <coughs> because um, apparently his explanations for his absence on Tuesday, he mentioned both Hamlin, who went under underwent cardiac arrest on the field, during Monday night's game against the Cincinnati Bengals in a tweet that Skip Bayless had posted in the moments after Hamlin collapsed. Um, 
Skip Bayless's tweet was, not exactly sure what happened to DeMar Hamlin. Players on both teams are shaken. Ambulance out on the field, CPR administered. Can't remember play being stopped for this length of time. Just said a prayer for him and his family. Bayless began adding, I've seen so many horrific injuries suffered on football fields, yet never have have I seen a reaction like this. In every other situation I witnessed or, or covered, the game always went on fairly quickly. The attitude was, hey, that's football. For these players, this was different. Uh, the tweet that raised eyebrows was next, and many interpreted it as Bayless' suggestion that the game and overall playoff picture were more important than the still unfolding situation with Hamlin. He said, No doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game, but how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. Um, no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game, but how? Uh, okay, yeah, it's just kind of the same thing. Um, my thing is with that, because I guess Shannon Sharp got pissed off at that. Um, my thing with that is that is where was this? I mean, Skip Bayless is kind of right in a way as to, hey, it's just football. Let's get on with the game. How many times have we seen injury? I mean, look, look what happened with in 2020. If you were talking about not having football for an entire year, 2020 was the fucking year to do it. Was to cancel all the sports. But they didn't. They had fucking, even during a quote-unquote deadly pandemic that was supposedly wiping out all of mankind that we needed a mandate fucking mask and vaccines for. No, 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 no. We're still going to play football. We just won't have any fans in the fucking stadium. So you can do that in the middle of a pandemic but a player collapses in the field, has to get CPR and taken an ambulance, and you can't finish a fucking game? Do you see the hypocrisy in that? Either you cancel football, much like what baseball does with weather, you, you cancel the shit when something like that happens, and you leave it up to the players whether or not they want to fucking continue to play or not. Or you tell the players to shut the fuck up and you and you bring them back on the field and if they don't want to bring in the and if they don't want to come back on the field, if they don't want to come back on the field, then okay, cool. We're gonna do a fucking uh, uh, a coin toss and we'll decide the game that way and we'll just force a fucking loss for one of you. Because you know what? It, it's figure it out. Because you can't have it both ways. You can't sit there and say that, hey, we're, as an NFL player or whatever, you're free and we we, we want a voice and all this other shit. But on the other end of the spectrum, it's like, you're, you're, you're really not. You're, this is basically like an entertainment version of slavery. Like, you, these NFL players... 
they're under contracts, folks. This is basically almost like the military. You're under contract. You don't you don't have what the military, you don't have freedom. I didn't have fucking freedoms in the military. You don't get to do what the fuck you want to do. You're told what to do every fucking day, 24-7. You're told when you're told when you can go to fucking bed, when you need to fucking wake up, exactly what you're gonna be doing throughout your fucking day, all day. That's exactly what pretty much you're you're doing with the NFL. You don't get fucking you don't have rights. And if you want rights, if you want freedoms and shit like that to do whatever you want, then get the fuck out of the NFL. But but enough about that. It's going back to the Hamlin injury. A day after. Hell, not even a day after with some of these uh, articles. You had the vaccine cult come out and do what they do best. And that's censor the truth and facts and label you as a crazy conspiracy theorist. Um, You had from the Washington Examiner put out, uh, the truth is that there is not any evidence to suggest Hamlin's collapse had any connection to COVID-19 vaccines. The vaccines are as bad as the anti-vaxxers want people to believe and are as dangerous as they claim. There shouldn't be any reason to lie or misrepresent information. They should have solid facts that support their arguments. They don't. And that is why they participate in such nonsensical fear-mongering conspiracies. Simply because they want there to be side effects from the COVID-19 vaccine. Just stupid shit like that. Stop blaming the COVID-19 vaccine for David, for Damar Hamlin's cardiac arrest. They'll sit there and they'll, they'll tell you, stop blaming the vaccine for his cardiac arrest. You're a conspiracy theorist. You're an anti-vaxxer. You're, you're a fear monger. Even though fear-mongering, that's, that's what they did the last, like, fucking three years with COVID. But then you have, you know, other, like, Rolling Stone. And it happens again. Anti-vaxxers turn DeMar Hamlin's on-field collapse into a vile conspiracy theory. Why do people look for zebras instead of looking at the fucking big horse that hits him? I mean, we all know Rolling Stone, though, is hand-in-hand with the government. But again, it's putting these key words in there. Anti-vaxxers, conspiracy theorists, vile. I mean, they'll tell you that we don't have any any evidence at all to support the claim. But it's like, we do. We have mountains of evidence to support it. It's just a mixture of people um, don't want to fucking listen to it. Or people are suppressing it. That's what it's come down to. 
the majority, and as we finish up this episode, the majority, if not all, the people who took the vaccine will tell you, will tell you, the unvaccinated, that you are a conspiracy theorist. You have to understand that these are the same people who blindly trusted the corrupt pharmaceutical companies to make a poorly tested vaccine in less than a year. They became overnight supporters of the medical industrial complex, supporters of censorship, supporters of big government, supporters of medical tyranny, supporters of not questioning the science, supporters of Jim Crow laws 2.0 for the unvaccinated. And now with all of these articles, these studies, proving them wrong, with the rise of sudden adult death syndrome, they want you to shut the fuck up and forget the past three years like it was nothing more than a bad dream. But the reality of it is that it wasn't just a bad dream. It actually happened. How many Americans before 2020? How many Americans before 2020 watched films like uh, Braveheart, where Mel Gibson, the actor, plays William Wallace, who holds freedom higher than his own life and, 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 and fights the most powerful army in the world at that time, the English? How many Americans have watched or learned about the atrocities of Hitler during World War II? You know, how many Americans watched uh, the classic, what is that movie, uh, fucking, with Anne Frank in it? You know? And so many other movies with that involved tyranny. What did so many Americans say after watching those movies, documentaries, or learning about Nazi Germany, learning about history? No matter what it was, they all said something to the effect of, I wouldn't go along with that, or I wouldn't go along with Hitler's plan. I would fight back, or I would help, you know, let's say the Jews escape tyranny. Or I would help the, the slaves, uh, you know, follow the North Star and go on the underground road to the north. But in reality, Many people, that's only a small percentage of people who do that. In reality, many people do the exact opposite. They go along with it. They go and follow group thinking. Because when that time in 2020 through 2021 and even into 2022, and now it's looking like even into 2023, most Americans willingly, not just went along with the lockdowns, but enjoyed it. They enjoyed the lockdowns. They enjoyed not having to go to fucking work for weeks on end. And they called anyone who didn't want to be locked down as as selfish. As, you know, you're, you're not doing your part. Same thing with the mask mandates. You know, I, I understand those who didn't have a choice because work forced them onto him. But there was a large, make no mistake, there was a large number of Americans who loved the masks. 
who would wear their masks inside their fucking cars alone, who would wear their masks while walking outside on a run, who would call the police on people who weren't wearing them, who would call people who didn't wear masks as anti-maskers or grandma killers. Then when the vaccine mandates came out, many Americans, mostly Democrats, not only sided with the corrupted pharmaceutical companies like Pfizer, Moderna, and J&J, but they demanded that you sink in the same boat as them. You were labeled as an anti-vaxxer, a conspiracy theorist, a domestic terrorist, a super spreader. And now with multiple articles, studies, and various forms of evidence that's come out the past two years, will and will continue to come out in 2023 and so on, there are now two sides of the vaccinated that are forming. It's not just one side. Of the, it's not just vaccinated and unvaccinated now. There are two sides of the vaccinated that are forming now. You see, because on one side, you have the vaccinated who are in complete denial. And they'll continue to get boosters. They'll continue to tell you that masks work against COVID. They continue to say their vaccine works and it's saved millions of lives from COVID. Know that you can't help these people. They're lost forever. Okay. They are the equivalent to the German citizens who watched Jews get loaded onto a train and they would say, well, they are Jews though. And Hitler did say that they were a problem, so it must be for the greater good. Even if it, if it is family or friends, stop trying to convince them of their ignorance and stupidity. Okay, it, it, it ain't easy. It ain't fucking easy. Okay, sometimes you just want to fucking yell the facts right in front of their fucking face. Or call him a fucking moron just outright. Maybe you already have. I don't know. But I know that multiple times I would have heated, aggressive exchanges with my mom's husband. About the vaccines and other various shit of Ukraine and shit like that. And Joe Biden, because he's about as liberal as you could, he's about as, as a libtard as you fucking can get. And, you know, the last few times I've gone over there, he's made his comments here and there. Like, you know, he'll say to my uh, fiance, soon to be wife, Oh, man, isn't it crazy that, you know, how do you feel about uh, marrying uh, someone who's as radical as he is? Or, you know, he'll make jokes about freedom or whatever the fuck it is. Like little, little jabs. And it just gets to the point where I'm just like, I just completely fucking ignore him now. I just completely fucking ignore him. Because I know he's lost. He's completely fucking lost. And there's no point in arguing with him because I could, I have shown him through various subjects, topics, 
facts, actual articles, actual studies. And he's looked at them and completely ignored it. I've had friends who, uh, a friend in San Diego who said he'd never get the booster, got the fucking booster. He's going to get his kid fucking vaccinated and boosted soon. You know, he's the same one that I, that um, when I was over there, I showed him an article because he was like, oh, man, isn't it crazy? One of my other conspiracy friends said that uh, uh, the vaccine affects your semen. <laughs> isn't that fucking crazy? Yeah, that's crazy. As I pulled up the exact study and showed it to him and his eyes fucking bugged out of his fucking head because he couldn't believe what he was seeing. And so he went back into denial mode. He went back into his safe zone and said, oh, that's an article from Epoch Times. And it's and it's a study from Israel. He just went into complete stupid mode. That's, that's a perfect example of somebody who was ignorant Right, they've never seen that information about the study that that vaccines affect your 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 semen, your fertility, and even for women, it affects their eggs. He was ignorant, and then when I showed him the actual information, he willingly ignored it. He willingly said, "Nope, I'm not believing that." Even though you know it's true. He said, I'm not going to fucking believe that. And I'm going to go back into my safe zone and believe uh, my little narrative that I have of the vaccine that I took. Those people, I don't talk about vaccines or anything like that. Those people, I know they follow me on Instagram and Facebook and shit. And the stuff that I post, you know, like when I call people... If you're vaccinated, if you're fucking boosted, you're a fucking retard. I don't care if they see that. Because at this point, you know, it's not even about friendship or family, relationships, whatever it is. At this point, it's about waking people up and not getting them to fall for the same bullshit that they fell for a few years ago. So, just over the years, okay, because you need to stop trying to convince these people of their ignorance and stupidity. So, over the years, allow them to willingly be part of the sheep, of the herd, okay, of groupthink. But, in the back of your mind, always, always, in the back of your mind, know that if something like this happens again, that person cannot be trusted. You cannot trust that individual, okay? Because they are incapable. They have proven to you that they are incapable of not only telling you the truth, but coming to terms with their own failures and mistakes. Now, on the other side of the vaccinated group, you have people who either fell for the propaganda or or who were not strong enough 
to say no as they were coerced, bullied by their job, family, or friends, etc., into taking that vaccine. Those are the people that we need to admit to their mistakes. Those are the people we need to continue to push this information on um, and need to have them admit their failure uh, to resist tyranny and the propaganda. Because it's okay to be wrong. To fail. It isn't okay to not learn from your failures or to ignore your past. So we have to continue to reach out to this group of the vaccinated and have them wake up to the to the trick that the government played on them. Now, listen, if they don't want to fucking hear it, then, you know, they tell you to stop sending them information as if, you know, as one of my other friends told me, he said, hey, man, stop sending me this shit. You know, I'm already paranoid as it is. Cool. Okay, then stop. They don't want to receive the information anymore. They want to go back into La La Land. Let them. But if they come to you later on needing help or wanting support after their vaccine adverse reaction, then, or, you know, or after they have neurological issues from the vaccine, or after they get myocarditis, or after they become infertile, it's going to be hard. But you got to ignore them. Ignore them. Like, ignore their issue with their vaccine adverse reaction. Like, they ignored you the past two to three years. Because what is critical in the year of 2023 is that we do not allow them to forget. All right? If we don't, we do not shut up about what is going on with these vaccine injuries. Because do you know why we can't forget? Because history forgotten is history doomed to repeat itself. If they fell for the COVID man, the COVID madness, the COVID-19 psyop, or or it's uh, what we're calling it is the C-19 psyop, and they learn nothing from it, then they will accept and support the next form of tyranny that they will push onto you. I have family, friends, and co-workers who took the vaccine and follow me on social media accounts. I don't care that they see my multiple posts about how they were tricked by the government or how if they got the booster, then they are fucking retarded. Why should I hold back the truth for the sake of their feelings? Think about that as one of your goals in 2023. Becoming more aggressive in speaking the truth. That's going to do it for this episode. But remember that while it is important to awaken yourself, it is even more important to wake others up as well. And then have them join the Great Awakening. Because the more people who are part of the Great Awakening, there will be more people who will be against the next crisis that the government will use for control. We have an entire situation where everybody in the world 
can see clearly what's happening. And then we have a situation where these people don't care if you fucking see it. They'll lie, they'll cheat, they'll steal, they'll kill, they'll kill your fucking kids. They'll do anything that they fucking can to get their way. Until people wake up, rise up, and demand that to change, it's going to get worse and worse and worse. These people have no intention of ever stopping oppressing the citizens of the earth. So the, the question's going to become, what the fuck are we going to do about it?